Hey y'all and welcome back to the Sweet Honey Podcast. This is Megan. And this is Allison. We are so excited to be back. We know that it's been a while. <laughs> a long time actually. Yes, and that's just uh our schedules just haven't been able to really match up and we were just struggling to find a time when we both just weren't absolutely exhausted to get together. Yes, we had time yesterday actually. We this is our second time recording this yes. episode. We had some technical difficulties yesterday. I feel of like course. that's that's something that always happens to us. Yes, I feel, we have a lot of technical difficulties and it's probably because we're not that I mean, we're like technologically savvy, but we're not that technologically savvy. We're somewhere in the middle. Yeah, like we know stuff, but like Mm, there's uh you know you know we're just like somewhere in the middle there like we understand it we kind of know it but we're not we're not all that great at it (laughs) no we're not but we are excited about today's episode because today we are going to be talking about communication yes communication and um this topic is not just going to be about communication in romantic relationships um this what we're going to talk about is going to be helping you towards all types of relationships. So like friendships, um, your relationships with your family, your relationships Mm -hmm. with your coworkers, and romantic relationships too. Yes. And obviously everything that we say, um, this is what we believe. And so we encourage you to like take what we say into consideration, but like also go and look up things um on your own and read things and you know form your own opinion of it and not just yeah what we I was say. about to say form your own opinion yeah you know because this is just what me and Megan believe and we wanted to share with you what we think is right but today what are we going to start off with yesterday um I was telling Megan or yesterday on the last episode that we recorded last night I was sharing a bunch of quotes with you guys um does that make sense i hope that makes sense to them quotes okay quotes okay um so the first quote that i want to start off with is a lack of communication leaves a gap for the enemy to fill the space with false narratives that's a good one right good yeah that one's really good uh yeah for sure a lack of communication it does leave a gap Um, And then the enemy gets in there. And I know for me, like, it makes me start overthinking things. And then it just all sort of leads Mm -hmm. to, like, confusion and frustration. And nobody knows what's going on because there was a lack of communication. Now the enemy is telling us all of these lies. And so, yeah. Yes. And that's because when we create the false narratives in our heads, it leads us to start believing them. And then it leads us to confusion, doubt, paranoia, and suspicion of the other person, which is exactly where the devil wants us to be. Yeah. Because lack of communication is just like his playground for him, just to put thoughts into the other person. For sure. Well, even any little like form of doubt is just like his, like that's mm-hmm. just an end for him. Any little form of doubt. And I've been learning a lot recently. I've been reading this book called... Um, I think it's called like trusting God with a twist and turns of your life or something like that. It's something like that. And, uh, you know, something like that. And I've been reading it and it was talking about how like worry and overthinking, those are sins and how we just so often just like 
don't even think about worrying and overthinking mm-hmm. as sins, but they are. That is, because it's a lack of trust in God. Right. I know. So I'm learning a lot about myself, learning that I have a lack of trust in the Lord when I start overthinking things. Not, you know, I don't know. Yeah. You and know, also I'm think, still learning um, about that, so I don't have like a full form depending on that. But yeah. Mm-hmm. I also think overthinking is also the spirit of fear. Yeah. That, in, a, in a sense, because when you're overthinking, you're, you're obviously thinking of every scenario that could possibly go wrong. At least for me, right. when I would think I'm not thinking about every po- uh, positive scenario. I'm thinking of every single thing that could go wrong. Right. So. I know. We were kind of just talking about this the other day a little bit and just like about how I was like, well, what if this goes wrong? And like, what if this happens? Mm-hmm. And that's why I don't want to do this. But like mm-hmm. you were like, um, I think you're overthinking and it's just like you're just fearful. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. my gosh, you're right. And I think that this is where um, friendships come in especially godly friendships, because me and Megan kind of tell each other like, hey, I think what you're thinking is is wrong because you're overthinking. Now you're creating fake conversations and fake scenarios and stuff like that. I know. And I told you, what is it I told you? I said, when I'm thinking like this again, tell me to get out of my head and that I'm telling lies to myself or something like that. Yeah, I remember that. And I said, tell me that too. Yeah, but. Um, I know. Sometimes she'll ask me, Allison will be like, um, so here's what's going on, and like, what do you think? And I always begin with, well, do you want me to sugarcoat it, or do you want me to tell the truth? <laughs> no, we tell the truth here. <laughs> but you're, so I mean, is that, isn't that what I always ask you? Yeah, yeah. And I always prefer when people are like kind of yeah, straight up she with always, me. she does always say, she's like, no, tell me how it is. Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. Uh, but back to the communication. Uh, from your perspective, and then I'll go, I'll answer mm-hmm. it. Um, why do you think people are scared to communicate with each other? Oh, why do I think people? Um, I think a big one is probably like insecurity a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. Just like what so-and-so may think of me if I communicate this or that. And yeah. I think also a lot of people just don't know how to communicate. Yeah, that's true. Um, I heard uh, somewhere... I like to watch podcasts and videos on YouTube about communication and to learn how to com- communicate better with people. And this guy said that everybody has a different communication languages language and you're never going to be fluent in communication. So basically, right. it's a language that you're going to be learning for the rest of your life. Right. Mm-hmm. I to totally me- agree. I mean, we're still all learning how to communicate. And even like, yeah, you know, if people aren't t- you know, as like, I'm thinking of like my students, like if I don't teach them how to communicate, then like, they just don't know. And so, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And so all the time I, they'll be like upset or angry. And I'm like, man, if you can't use your words to talk to me, I can't help you. I cannot read your mind. Yeah. 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 Um, I think, um, one of the reasons why people may have problems communicating is one that they're scared because mm-hmm. they don't, they don't want the other person to know how they fe- they're feeling. Because right, going back to like that spirit of fear, yeah, yeah, it's nerve wracking. It's nerve wracking to have to sit down, and have to explain to somebody like, hey, these are the feelings right. that I'm feeling, and I think it comes down to them thinking the other person's not going to validate their feelings, or their feelings are just going to be pushed to the side. 
And then the second reason I think is pride. I think a lot of us have so much pride to where we don't want to have to sit down and have the hard, necessary conversations with somebody that could possibly help save the relationship, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's another thing that people are not willing to have hard conversations. Hard conversations are needed for reconciliation. Right. And you know, I not even so often though, like I mean, look at today's society. It's always like, well, if you and so and so disagree, you just can't even be friends anymore. That's it. The friendship's yeah. over. And yeah. I mean, that is definitely not the reality. I mean, this kind of ties into something that I'll mention here in a little bit, but tension is required for growth. And so like for friendships yep. to grow, for relationships to grow, like there's going to be some tension in there to be able to grow. Mm-hmm. There has to be. Yeah. And I, and I know me and you're talking about like when people like in romantic relationships, for example, when they have one disagreement, it's they're done, they're over, they're broken up with. Yeah. Yeah, and I think yeah. that's so wrong. And I mean, it's it's normal to have disagreements in any type of relationship, friendships. You disagree with your mom and stuff like that. But I think when you're in a relationship, and I, take this with a grain of salt, please. Yeah. Um, when you have disagreements with somebody you're you're with, that doesn't mean you should break up with them. You know what I mean? Because I also think that teaching people, like when you get married and you have a disagreement, boom, divorce. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hope that makes sense. Yeah. No, I definitely think it does. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, conversations need to happen. I think that's the main part of this whole thing is you need to tell people what you're feeling and stuff. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't, how do you say it? It doesn't get worse, which I think we're going to talk about later with the little seven steps that you yeah, the relationship about. principles. Mhm. Oh, which we're talking about disagreements right now, which is another little quote that I have here, which is every disagreement isn't an argument, which I think we kind of just covered, right? Yeah, pretty much. Um and it also ties into one of the relationship principles that I have um or that I live by and so um or try to live by at least. Um, which one is it? Oh yeah. The faithfulness principle. Like I'm not going to allow any problem to override like, or get in the way of our friendship relationship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think a lot of the times people can just, they see a problem, they'd rather just run than have to fix it because it's much yes. easier to, I agree. To just stop talking to somebody than to have a sit down and and express the way you feel. Mm-hmm. And that is true. Um, so the next thing that we're going to talk about, which I think is a huge thing, which also comes back to communication, is unspoken expectations are relationship killers. <coughs> Whoa, sorry, excuse me. That one's good. It is. It is really good. And I have these uh, notes just saved or these quotes just saved on my notes. Um, I honestly have no idea where the majority of these come from. I hear something and I write it down on here. And so one thing about me and I'm working on this is that I am that type of person who thinks everybody should already know what I'm expecting them to do or read my mind. Okay, We're like all X-Men people over here. 
but that's not reality. People can't read minds unless I communicate with them and tell them, you know, this is what I'm kind of expecting of you. Right. And my brother puts me in my place all the time with this because there's so many times where I'm like, you should just already know to do this. And he's like, no, I'm, I, I don't know to do that because you didn't tell me to do that. And I'm like, mm-hmm. and it gets me annoyed like big time, but I, I understand where he's coming from. And Megan knows, Megan knows this too. Um, I'm working on it. I'm working on communicating my expectations with people. But yeah. And then another thing that goes with that too is unspoken expectations are premeditated resentments. What does that mean wow. to you? Um. Well, to me, that means like, I have this expectation of someone. I haven't communicated this expectation to someone. And now because they don't know my expectation that I have of them, now I'm resenting them for not meeting that expectation. Yeah. Okay. I wanted to see if it made sense. But isn't that kind of like – I hope what I said made sense. There was a lot of expectations in there. No, it it makes sense. It makes sense. But that's also kind of scary to me that we can have – expectations of people in our head and they don't even know and then when they don't reach them we get super offended and they have no idea why we're offended and it's like oh you should have known like no right it doesn't work like that and I've learned that the hard way it it doesn't work like that communication yeah me um me and Megan are learning about communication we're learning with you guys we're just learning we're just telling you what we've learned so far we're still learning how to communicate not only with each other yeah but with but with everybody else around us for me me too like my coworkers and others (laughs) Mm -hmm. um friends and just even my students i'm learning to communicate with them too yeah communication is is really big and I think a lot of people downplay it yeah Mm -hmm. are you ready for my relationship principles yes tell me your principles Megan I'm ready so these are I grew up in Christian Fellowship Church Harlingen in the Rio Grande Valley and now I live in Paris and attend Christian Fellowship Paris CF Paris Um, and so the overseer of the Christian Fellowship Church Churches, (laughs) churches, <laughs> um, he um, he created and came up with these relationship principles, and these are like principles to live by. Um, and of course, take everything we're saying like these. I love these principles, and I wish everybody in the world lived by them because they are all biblically based, and they just make relationships like they are steps of like solving problems in relationships, essentially. Um, But these are principles that um, I try my best to live out. I'm not going to say I'm successful all the time. Just like when you practice a sport um, and to get better at it, these are things that I'm like practicing to get better at. So number one is called the forgiveness principle. I will choose to walk in forgiveness and not easily take offense against me. That's good. It, the scripture that gives that Acts twenty four sixteen. I myself always strive to have a conscience without offense toward God and men. So, 
you know, I'm not taking it, you know, somebody looks at this, something I don't know, for whatever reason, my youth kids and my kids at school, they'll be like, so-and-so was looking at me wrong. And they're just like, so easily taking offense to something that has like, zero, like, you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't, it was like, the, mm-hmm. it, I don't know, you know, they were just looking at you. It's not a big deal, you know? So they just so easily take offense to things. So the forgiveness principle, not easily taking offense and walking in forgiveness. Um, The second principle, it's called the first word principle. Um, You will be the first person to hear about any problem I have with you. So Matthew 18, 15, if a fellow believer hurts you, go and tell him, work it out between the two of you. If he listens, you've made a friend. So that one's, that one's really hard uh, to live by, the first word principle, um, because we so often want to go and tell other people so that we can justify why we're, like, holding on to, like, this resentment and, like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I get what All you right. mean, Jelly Bean. <laughs> Uh, relationship principle number three, the faithfulness principle, and you jump in whenever you feel like you need to. Uh, faithfulness to okay. our f- relationship outweighs the importance of any offense between us. I will not allow any problem to override the principles by which we live. And that's kind of what I was talking about earlier. Tension mm-hmm. is required for growth. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. And this is something I, I cannot stress enough is hard car- conversation. Okay. Let me put this together in a way that I can make it make sense. And I said it before, but I want to say it a little bit clearer. You need to sit down and have those hard conversations with people so you can save your relationship. Imagine all the relationships, friendships, um, co-worker relationships that you have lost because you didn't want to sit down and communicate with them. Yeah, for sure. That's That's kind of, that makes me think so much like, Back, especially in my college days, like, man, if only we would have, would have sat down and said, like, hey, you know, this is what's bothering me. And you said something this way and I and I took it this way. And the other person will probably tell you, like, no, that's not the way that I meant it at all. Right. Which happens yeah. a lot of the time is we misread yep. what the other person is telling us. So they say it in a certain tone and now we're thinking oh my gosh like they're being rude to us like they hate us why are they talking to us like mm-hmm. that and to the other person they don't even know they told it told you in a certain tone yep that's scary my friends it is all right number four sorry to interrupt the, you <laughs> no you're fine i told you to jump in the friendship okay. principle it is my responsibility to approach you if i need your help i will not expect you to interpret my actions or recognize my heart's condition there we go again just like we said earlier you know not communicating expectations the friendship principle communicate your expectations um and not expecting people to read your mind when you don't that's true that's true So the fifth relationship principle is called the four-day principle. I will not allow any problem I have with you to go unresolved for more than four days. So, like, I have four days to be upset about this, and then we're going to resolve it. (laughs) Yes, 
find the right moment, but don't wait too long. That's what I have to say. And I just think four days, that's a long time to be upset about something. So, I I mean, mean, what is that? What is 24 times four? (laughs) Whatever 24 times four is. That four days seems like a long Almost time. Almost 100 but- hours that you spent being upset about something. And if you're still yeah. upset about it by day, you know. So that's I also think it hours. though that, that those four days will give you time to actually think. Because a lot of us, we... Well, thinking, praying, just, you know. Yeah. We overreact and we do something. And then when you step back, you're like, oh my gosh, why did I do that? Or why did I say that? Right. I didn't mean to say that. It was in the well, moment. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. I feel like almost after four days, you start to allow like a bitter root to take place in yeah. your heart. Yeah, that is true. And that getting is those true. out are really And the hard. Bible talks about being, yeah, that the bitter root is hard to take out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because within those four days, you know, the enemy is just going to be making you think all these things. And it's like, oh, remember when they did this? Maybe it's connected to this too. And yeah, yeah. Make sure to to talk, but don't wait too long. This next one, number six. This one is my favorite for my little worrying, overthinking mind. Um, the final word principle. I will believe and act upon the last words we spoke concerning our relationship. So. Um, that one, I just, that one is, is I live by that one consistently because um, I love, try to live by all these, of course, I've said that, but that one for sure, because the final word, because I know sometimes we'll be like, oh my gosh, we'll just so-and-so, you know, what if they don't like me? What if it is? And like, if you go back and think about what the last thing they said to you was, like, for example, my boss said, great job, you're doing awesome, like, keep doing what you're doing. And then I start overthinking, well, do it. Like, what if, what if this, what if that? Going back to what ifs that you shouldn't be doing. Anyways, and I think about, okay, well, the last thing my boss told me was that I was doing awesome and that I'm great. So that is what I'm believing. I'm not going to, and that's what I'm acting upon. And then it kind of all ties back mm-hmm. into like, hopefully they're going to be the, you know, they're going to go back to the first word principle, which is you're going to be the first person to hear about if I have a problem with you. Then, you know, we'll discuss it and that'll be our, you know, we'll go from there. But, um, yeah, the final word. So these are good. Number seven. What these, yeah, these are good. Um, I can't wait. Uh, pastor Corey Jones, who's my pastor, uh, he is there. They, I say he, but cause he's the one that's been saying it, but I'm sure they, as a staff, multiple pastors will be, uh, hopefully they said, Corey said, we will be having like a series on these, like in the late summer, early fall. So, and I'm super excited about it because even though I listen to it every single year, like I still love hearing about him because I need to hear him again every year. Mm -hmm. All right. The next one, the flexibility principle. I will search out options with you in making possible adjustments in how we relate to one another. So you can be flexible and not compromise. Um, yes. So some scriptures to go with that. Isaiah 118, come now and let us reason together, says the Lord. Malachi 316, then those who feared the Lord spoke to one another and the Lord gave attention and heard it. And a book of remembrance was written before him for those who fear the Lord and who esteem his name. So are there adjustments in our 
relationship that needs to be made because of changes in our personal lives or circumstances? Are you a flexible person? So this one, this one's fairly new to the relationship principles, I think, and I've only kind of heard it talked about once, and so I don't have a super lot to say about it um, besides just like um, just being flexible. Like if I have a friend, Mm -hmm. you know, who's a boy who now has a girlfriend, like, we're not going to be, you know what I mean, I guess? Yeah. That's, yeah. and that's the only way I can think about that one yeah. right now. Well, Him and it, I, we're not going to be hanging out like we were before he had a, you know, even <laughs> though we're just friends, we're not going to be hanging out before, yeah. you know? When you were talking about that, I, I had a thought, and this is, um, the word that came to my mind was, we were talking about compromise, right? Yeah. Um, most of the time, what did you say? Um, something like you can. I will search do out something, options but not with compromise. You and, oh, can you say that you again? You can be flexible and not compromise. Yes, yes, that, that's super true, um, and I 100% agree with that. It, it's real, but at the same time, I think sometimes in our relationships we need to learn how to compromise, and with certain things, certain things. Um, back in, I think my second year of college, I was visiting a therapist and she kind of told me that I needed to learn how to compromise in my relationships to be able to help grow them. And I was like, compromise, right. compromise is not in my vocabulary. Cause I'm one of those people that's like, um, my way or the highway. I, mean, <laughs> I, I am kind of stubborn. The Lord is working on me, but I am a little bit stubborn, but I think a lot of us also need to learn to compromise in certain areas right. to be, be able to help grow the relationship. I, again, I don't really have much to say on that one because I don't have very many notes written on it. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll get mm-hmm. back to you all on that one when I hear this sermon about I think, it. I think our the episode that we recorded last night that got messed up with the technical mm-hmm. difficulties, I think... We explained so much better in that one. And now here I'm struggling to remember what we were talking about. I can't exactly remember what we said, but I guess just being flexible. um, I mean, I guess if you're having a hard time, like you're having a lot of disagreements, um, like instead of just being like, this friendship is over, let's try to find something that we can relate to one another Mm -hmm. in. Mm -hmm. I can see it that way too. I don't know. There's, I yeah. don't know, I can't, I can't remember how we said it, and I don't really remember much of it, so. <laughs> yeah. Um, those are the, all the seven, right? There's one more. There's number eight. Oh, eight. Okay. Number eight, the frustration principle. When all efforts to apply these principles have failed to the point of frustration, we will commit ourselves to appeal to a person with higher authority for the sake of the relationship. So pretty much the first seven is between you and me. An example is between like me and Allison and then number eight, like we have exhausted all efforts. We've followed all the principles. She and I, we just cannot agree on anything. Like we feel like the friendship is coming to an end. So we are going to go to someone who knows more than we do, um, who loves the Lord and um, commit ourselves to like talking with them about whatever's going on. Yeah, that one's good too really good and I have this one written down it says the relationship is more important than the issue every time amen amen to that and the relationship is more important than you always being right I gotta throw that in there that's for me 
Oh, um, same for me too. I mean, like my pride. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pride is our downfall. Yeah. It's so true. Um, so if you could look back in your life and just think of the ways that you have failed at communicating and ways that you've learned to communicate better, what would you say one of those things would be? Like if you could just give us a piece of advice. Hmm. Ways. Can you repeat the question again? Yeah. Um, let me see what I remember. Let me see what I remember. Oh my God. That does not make sense. Um, if you could look back at your life and think of all the ways that you failed to communicate and all the ways you learned to communicate, what would one piece of advice to them would be? Oh my gosh, does that make sense? I got so tongue-tied with that. So So you're pretty much asking like, if I could give a piece of advice about how to communicate better now that I know how to communicate better to myself like a couple years ago, what would I say? This is why we're best friends. Oh my gosh. Okay. Let me think. What would I say? Um, Mm -hmm. To put your pride down. That's a huge one. Yeah, um, because I think there were so many times – and look, let's be honest. Like, if the person that you're having the discussion with is not even willing to have, like, an open discussion about the communication, whatever, friendship, coworker, boss maybe, I don't know, um, significant other, whatever, um, then I don't know, you know? I'm thinking about it still. Um, but yeah, I would say to just put your pride down and don't let your pride get in the way. Like for me, I'm always like, but what are they going to think about me now? Are they going to think I'm incompetent for my job or not a good friend, whatever. But yeah, to just put your pride down and say it because why sit and suffer through something? Why sit and suffer in silence about a relationship when you haven't said anything? Does that make sense? Oh my gosh, that's so good. Yeah, that was like good. so. Now you're staying in this friendship, but you're suffering because the communication is awful, or relationship, yeah. whatever, job, whatever. And I think we've saw it, said it, but a lot of the time they don't even know. That is so true. Yeah, that is so true. That is true. Um, one of the things that I have learned tremendously is, um, and I'm, I was reading some online articles right before we had started talking about this again today. Mm-hmm. Um, and this just reminded me of this, and I don't know why I didn't think of this, is sometimes it's better to pick up the phone and call somebody than send a text message. And this is what I mean by that. Um, text messages can be taken a bunch of different ways, tone-wise, right? Um, yeah. For me... Sometimes I don't put emojis with text messages. So people think, and I get this a lot, people think that I'm being rude or that I don't want to talk to them because I don't put emojis. And because the message that I sent sounds mean without an emoji or something. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is what I also learned. Do not have hard conversations. Okay. Do not have hard conversations over text message because things will be taken the wrong way. Yeah. That's what I have learned. Me and Megan have, have talked about that. Yes. Yeah, that too. Over the past couple of years, like, 
I've learned that. Ooh, and also, when you want to have a conversation with someone, don't just tell them, we need to talk. Because then they're, they're going to be thinking of all sorts of things. Like, just go ahead and put it out there. Like, we need to talk about X, Y, and Z, whatever it yeah. is. Like, hey, do you have time to talk today? I was wondering if we could talk about this, this, and this. Yeah. You know? And then another one, and we hear this all the time, is think before you speak. Huge. Mm huge thing and that's something that I'm also learning because I'm one of those people who would just speak and then after I say something I'm like oh my gosh did I just say that like I really yes. did just say that and there's times when I text Megan and I'll be like you uh, did I just I did that. something <laughs> yeah I showed like you just did say that I'm like wow and it's not cute it's not something that I'm proud of it's something that I'm working on and it's something my mom's working on with me too. She's pointed it out to me and I love my parents because of that. They'll point out um, ways that I could communicate better. I remember one time my mom told me she was, we we're going to, I wanted to have a conversation with somebody and she was like, um, I don't think you should talk to them because everything that you say in that tone sounds rude. I was so offended, but she wasn't saying it to be mean. She was kind of telling me like, the, the yeah. way that you're the mood that you're kind of in right now everything kind of sounds rude so don't right. don't say something right now and I was like that is so true and this is why I love to have convers like with Megan or my parents sometimes especially before really big conversations I'll be like hey um can you help me like jot down my feelings can you help me figure out what to say because there's times I'm like, Megan, this is what I'm feeling, but I don't know how to tell the other person. She'll kind of help me out. We've done that with each right. other a lot of times. So, yeah. Is there anything else that you would want to add? I don't think so. Just we're learning about communication. Yeah. We're all in the same boat. And communication is it's going to be different with each person you meet. So you're not going to be perfect at it. You're going to fail a lot, but you'll learn. I think that's one thing that I have learned too, is that I'm going to fail yeah. a lot communicating with people, but then I learn how to do it better. Yeah. Yes. So if there's nothing else, I guess we can say goodbye to them. Oh, wait, I just remembered something. Um, we have just reached over 350 listens on all our episodes combined Woo! yes it's exciting it's kind of crazy to me to think that you guys actually really really love us a huge shout out to westico because westico is our number one place where everything's been listened to and then it's paris, paris. The runner up right now yes and then tulsa is that how you say it? tulsa tulsa yep tulsa, tulsa. oklahoma t-town yeah and i think after that is corpus so huge thank you to everybody yeah. who listens. It means so much to us to know that you guys actually really yeah, want to hear does. us talk. And today's episode is also for all of you who have been telling us that you want longer episodes. Yeah, that you wanted something more. Here you go. Yeah. So we hope you guys have an amazing week this week and a good start to your april because by the time yes. this comes out it should already be the first week of april right or am yes. i wrong no you're right mm -hmm. yay okay 
Happy so bye, April. guys. Oh. Tornado season. All right, bye. Wait, is it tornado season? Yeah. That's kind of scary. Um, <laughs> sorry. That just got me. Um, bye, guys. <laughs>